Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Late Night Date Night, the podcast where once a week we sit down and talk to each other like we love each other, like in the beginning. Not that we don't now. <laughs> talk. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, we both bring a topic to the conver- topic to the conversation. Sure. Uh, to the podcast <laughs> where we didn't talk about it beforehand. Um, so there, the whole thing is fresh and new. I'm gonna be already kind of in a bad mood because we just spent freaking 20 minutes trying to figure out what was wrong with the stream. Uh, yeah, and now I'm all distracted and confused about JPEGs and dot coms and <laughs> perfect zero one zero zeros. Uh, if you want to be part of the conversation, at the end of the show, we typically will, uh, like, go through the comments and, and bring it back to whatever topic you wanted to talk about, um, that we brought up, not just any topic you want to talk about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to tell you our favorite, uh, candle scent. Yeah, that was a, that was a weird one. Uh, I appreciated it, though. Yeah, other than that, we're just going to jump into it. Is there anything else that we forgot? Oh, I'm Jennifer Tomlin, and this is my co-host, Elise. Elise, yep. I always forget to say our names. I don't know why it's that necessary. It just feels like it's a necessary thing for... <laughs> for who? For, I don't know. Our, our, our audience is mostly people we know. They know our names. One day we'll make it to the big league. <laughs> okay, and they're going to go back through our, our uh, discography and be like, oh, finally. <laughs> if only I knew their names. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So, right. uh, I'm first this week? Because yep. you did the game last week. That's right. That's right. Perfect. All right. I got this from my coworker because I couldn't think of anything today. All right. <laughs> so, the topic, I don't know really how to phrase it, but it's essentially like, what are our views on plastic surgery? Oh. Uh, and how okay are you with, say, your partner getting cosmetic surgery if they wanted it? Or vice versa, because I know we've had conversations in the past where I've I've always wanted a nose job. I want a nose job so bad I could taste it. Uh, and you said that you wouldn't like you feel weird about it because it would I, be a different face essentially. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I like your nose. I mean, cool for you. Uh, no, I have a. I mean, so I used to be, like, really against it. I used to think it was, like... Just cosmetic surgery in general. Yeah, because I always thought that it was, like, primarily for, like, vanity and increasing, like, self-image and, uh, um, like, the responses you got from outside sources. Like, Mm -hmm. I thought it was, like, almost like a superficial thing to do. Um, But, like, as I've gotten older and I've met people who have gotten it done and I've talked to them about it... I think my perspective changed a lot because uh, the people who had it done um, were suffering from really kind of poor um, self-esteem issues, and they just really didn't like uh, parts of their body. Mm-hmm. And after they had the surgery done, um, they just they just felt way more comfortable in their skin. So I think it kind of goes back to um, you know achieving happiness and, and feeling comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. So I, I'd say my, my perspective of it's changed a lot. I have a much more positive outlook on it. So what about in the... Let's first talk about in the relationship. How comfortable are you with your partner getting cosmetic surgery? And what about the people who want their partner to get cosmetic surgery? <laughs> so let's talk about how comfortable you are with your partner. Well, you don't have to be me. Say in the past. So it was, it was someone else. Yeah, me too. What about me? If, At least me. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. You know, I would be supportive. If that's something that you wanted to do, 
I'd be supportive. How far is how far would be too far? Well, <laughs> what if I what if I want to get like those uh, those like demon horns in my forehead? You into that? No, I. So I that's have too limits. far. That's your yeah. that's your hard line. I have limits. I, I'll support like natural enhancements. So um, I can't get triple E. E. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, like, I can't stand up because I fall over forward. I I think like proportion is important. Okay. Um, so if I got jacked, then I could get triple E. <laughs> so whatever I just said. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but the other question was, is what about like, like, what if I wanted you to get plastic surgery? Yeah. I think that's jacked up. Yeah, no, I think so too. Hundred percent. I think that it's nobody else's decision than the person who wants to have it done to themselves. So. To sum that up, you're supportive to a point, so uh-huh. it has to be something that's... It's like the same rules that apply with with dress code. Like, you could dye your hair, but it needs to be a natural color. Yeah. So you need to look like a human at the end of the day. Yeah, yep. Unless, <laughs> like, you feel better about yourself if you look like an alien, in which case... You have more power to you. I, just... I mean, look, you're talking to the wrong person. <laughs> I just got permission to get whatever done I want. I'm dying oh, my skin no. blue. I'm getting uh, tendrils embedded into my brain. Uh, yeah. And then... No. Yeah, so don't tell your partner to get cosmetic surgery. No, that's rude. And, and it's okay to a point. It's okay to a point. Um, again, if it's to improve your, your, your self-esteem, makes you feel better about yourself, you, you get a little bit of confidence, uh, and, and don't risk your health. You know, make sure yes. that it's at a reputable location where you know, these are medical professionals that are licensed and certified and have done the, the surgery numerous times. So what do we think about the people who get those like fake abs? <laughs> I always thought about it. I was like, "Man, I want muscles so bad." No, I want all the, the cool fake part muscles. about muscles is that you got them yourself. I know, yeah, but I'm also a millennial, so you oh know, my gosh, you want everything is, easy. Yeah, what is hard work? I want instant gratification all the time. Uh, you know what is a popular? This is all came from this conversation when I found out what the topic was gonna be. Uh, did you know people like to get uh, calf enhancements? Mostly men. Really? Yes, because, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if you've seen, but a lot of men have got chicken legs. Because they skip leg day. Because they skip leg day. But yeah. they get calf enhancements so that they could have big old honkers uh, down there. <laughs> <laughs> I like for women honkers, there's just something completely different. But yeah, for men, it's, it's calves. calves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you know, and I think uh, men also can suffer from self-esteem issues. And, you know, if that's what they need to do to feel better about themselves... I don't know, but the difference there is they have the ability to increase the the muscle size. Yeah. Whereas you know you can't make the one the changes that you want to make to your nose. You're right. Oh, I mean, I can frying pan enough times <laughs> might get it to where I want it. You know, and I can't do anything about like the size of my forehead. You know, I don't know if there's a plastic surgery to fix that. But you have a forehead. the The whole thing would be if you had more than a forehead. You have a forehead. I don't okay. know what you have. What's what you think is wrong. <laughs> But yeah, if you have the ability to to alter yourself naturally, like for sure do that. But if you have like a medical condition or just like a straight up inability to change it. So I already said what I would get done. A hundred percent a nose job. If I could choose something on my body, uh, gosh, so you know how like they scrape the nose bone? Okay. I've got these crazy knobby elbows 
that catch on like door frames you're, and stuff like that. This is so practical. It's so unfair. I'm I'm for vanity. You're like I just want to be a real girl. Yeah, I want to have like normal joints. Like I want my knees to look normal, my elbows to look normal. <laughs> well, that just makes me feel vain. No, I'd be like walking around like a like a rooster <laughs> look, in a hen house. Look at my cool elbows. Yeah, check my joints out. I'm, uh, I'm like everyone else now. <laughs> I used to want a boob job. But uh, that's when I started to realize, like, proportion's important. And mm-hmm. I think if I went any bigger, it would just clearly look ridiculous. And Triple E's. I already have, like, back pain. <laughs> <laughs> that's from not sleeping well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I don't, I don't want that anymore. Um, I like my butt. Um, you know, I'd probably take out a little bit of meat in between the thighs if I could. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, that that is easily changed. I thought you said no. Oh, no. you're right. I have control over that. Yeah, you could just work out. Yeah, I gotta get one of those machines that I squeeze. <laughs> or just or just get like uh, resistance bands. Oh yeah, I could do that. They 100 percent have those. Yeah. <sighs> oh, hard work. I know. Instant gratification. All right. So there's a couple more things about cosmetic surgery I want to talk about. All right. Uh, I do want to go back to. I do think it is a lot about um, self esteem. Yes. I. Uh, I know someone who got cosmetic surgery, and she said that the time after uh, she got it, her self-confidence was through the roof. Aww. And she said people treated her differently. That's so sad. Isn't it sad? Well, okay, was it because of her physical appearance, though, or it was, was it because of her the, I'm sure it was a combination display. of both. Yeah. But that brings to the conversation, like, do good-looking people get treated better? Yes, hundred uh, percent. There's, 100%. there's a no question. Whole study or a whole phenomenon called the halo effect that supports just that. That's sad. People who are uh, perceived as attractive oh. <laughs> are assumed to be smarter and better than other people. I tell things. you what, I know a lot of really good-looking people who are dumb, dumb. as hell. Yes, because they've relied on on their looks. Exactly. The people you, you see, the people you want to uh, be drawn to are the ones who had glow-ups. Uh, for <laughs> anyone lis- listening, watching. Uh, a glow up is where you were an ugly duckling as a child, and then <laughs> as you, you blossomed into adulthood, you got way more attractive. Those are the people you want. They had to struggle when they were young, yeah. and then finally get to reap the benefits of uh, growing into the great mind they had. 100%. And then when those people can find each other, it's a long-lasting, happy relationship. Are you talking about us? Of course. Oh, you are a narcissist. I don't think I glue up. Glue up is... <laughs> <laughs> But you're about to... I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know what you were going to do with that. <laughs> okay, so that's that one part. Okay. The other part is, did you know when someone gets... This is, this is crazy to me. Uh-huh. Did you know when someone gets a tummy tuck, uh-huh. they remove their belly button and set it to the side? No. Isn't that mind-blowing? Yeah. That is news that I didn't know I wanted to know, but I'm glad I know it now. If I had that done, can I request that they just never replace the belly button? I'm I'm sure you could. I, you know, we're the same. We we were clearly meant to be together because you know what my first question was? Huh? Can you ask for them to lower it? I just want a really low belly button. <laughs> like we're just just like barely peeks over my pants ever. People like every time you go swimming in a two piece, everybody's like, "Why is her belly button so low?" Or way higher would be great. Yeah, I want it like right yeah, under like, my sternum. Yes, perfect. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Wow, that doctor really messed up." <laughs> yeah, like no, I chose that. I wanted that. Their umbilical cord was that high. <laughs> <laughs> I had a twin. They like partially ate me in the womb. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were giving me information I didn't know about you. And I was like, we've been together for over four years now. No, and would... you're just now telling me about the twin you ate no, in the womb. That would just be my explanation for oh, goddess. my weird belly button placement. Okay. So we're going to move on to your topic in a second. Okay. But I have an idea uh-huh. because we, there are comments on this one. Yeah. Let's start with these comments. Yeah, let's start with the comments here and okay. then we'll move on to yours. That actually works a lot better. Yeah. Because then we're not way distanced from the comments. Yeah. All right. All right. So, <laughs> Judy B, uh, finally here, uh, chore to find, find, I, I, I taught you. You must also be a millennial. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so our viewer says that there's nothing natural about plastic surgery. So I have a question for you and you can leave in the comments and hopefully we'll be able to, to catch it. Mm. Would, is there any circumstance in which you would get plastic surgery? What about for the people... Th- think about this. Cosmetic surgery also counts for people who are, like, burn victims. That's cosmetic surgery. Yeah. You're telling me that there is nothing natural about getting your face back? Yeah. Viewer? <laughs> in fact, it's, uh, that's the goal, is trying to make them look more natural. So, so I think, uh, think you're, you're a little, uh, little, little judgmental here. <laughs> I think it can be totally natural and great. So I'm just curious if there's any circumstances in which you would do it. Well, it doesn't look like you're commenting that fast, so, um, we'll probably get back to it, and then we're gonna jump into Lisa's comment, and hopefully we'll get back to you on that, because I wanna hear what you gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> There's just like a, a minute and a half delay and she's going to mad type it in. <laughs> it's just like a novel. She writes a full novel. All right. All so right. what's your topic? So my topic is not as fun. Yours is way more fun. Um, but it, it's about... Um, so like a lot of my friends and coworkers have... I'd say 50-50. Some of them have kids. Some of them don't. Okay. Um, some of them are close to me in age. Some of them are a little bit older. And <laughs> you, you basically say, I have a very wide variety of people I work with. I do. Um, but at lunch today, they were talking about their experiences with their children. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I started thinking about, like, you know, I'm over 30, and, like, I've never wanted kids per se like mm-hmm. I go back and forth on it like I'm not opposed to it but I'm not actively yeah it's not something you dreamt about right yeah and then um I was talking to my one friend she's got two young babies or you know two un- young babies two young babies <laughs> and and then she also works both mm-hmm. of her and her husband work and I just think about my mornings when like I hit snooze three or four times mm-hmm. and it's like a struggle f- for me just to get myself ready mm-hmm. and so you're telling me is you're still the child well, yeah, I just, um, I guess my topic is about, like, the observable differences between people who have kids and people who don't. Like, do you think there are, like, noticeable differences? Like, let's say there's somebody your age who has a kid. I don't, so I think that might just be, your I don't know if you have any other examples, but I think your specific example is more about personality type or the way people were, were raised. Because I, I think, look at the difference between you and me. Mm-hmm. Like... I, I don't, I, I'm, I, I'm like raring to go basically right when I get up in the morning. Whereas I think you are a slow starter. So I yeah. don't necessarily think that's about having kids because we both don't have kids. That's true. Yeah. Cause like we went through her morning and it's like, she got up, she, um, gets herself ready first. Cause otherwise the kids, once they're ready, will never let her get ready. Gets herself ready. And then she has to get 
uh, the first uh, kid ready and then the second kid ready and it's like as soon as they're ready she gets them in the car she takes them to where they need to go and then she comes into work and she's still like on time and I'm like gosh you've already had a heck of a morning just yeah. getting to work and how I I just can never see myself being able not I shouldn't say never right now I, I don't want to see myself having to handle that level of stress right out I think of maybe bed in the kids uh, fine tune qualities we already have. That's true. So I think everyone has same time. Ma- like, I think what you described is time management and patience. Yeah. And I think we all have those two qualities. Oh. But I think, you know, when you have kids, you have to, it's a steep learning curve and you have to be able to adjust those skills to be able to manage now caring for another, I almost said animal, <laughs> caring for another human being. I Clearly, I am not meant to be a parent. <laughs> I like the way you phrase that. I guess it makes you feel a little bit better about it. And I've heard that a lot of people, they say you're never going to be ready for kids. So they get thrust into it and they have to figure it out, right? It's, I guess, part of the deal. Um, And then, like, I just, should I feel guilty for not really wanting to have kids? No. The world is overpopulated. (laughs) We're doing the world a favor. Yeah. I and and here's the other thing. Think about how many parents we know who shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, that's like true. I know a lot of people like so you say like your 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 friend uh-huh. she has those qualities and she's good at being a mom. She is. So I, good. For every one of her, I could name three other couples who have no parenting skills and they're you know, I told you it's a steep learning curve and those people are just not not here for it. They're not they're not jumping on the curb. They're just like, "Well, I'm going to keep living the way I live." Yeah. It okay, so like about your per- like it brings out uh, or enhances uh, pre-existing personality traits to add to that too. Mm-hmm. Um, the friends of mine who do have kids, not all of them, but I'd say a lot of them um, Oh, what was the point I was trying to make? Like, their priorities are way different than the friends of mine, including myself, who don't have kids. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess that should be probably obvious. Yeah. Um, but it's just interesting, like, the things that, like, I aspire to achieve and things like that. I think it's different um, than uh, my friends who are parents. They just seem, like, a little bit more at peace with themselves and with their families. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I think maybe because that might be something that I just don't have in my life. I'm, like, trying to, uh, what's the word, like, push that into something else. Are you are you live on the show telling me you want children? Because this is not the time for it. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking, like, there's energy, right? Like, we're all these balls of energy, and, like, how you spend that energy depends on what factors are in your life, you know? So it's like they have kids, so their, their energy's going into their family. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you don't have kids and you're of an older age, like myself... Okay, older um, age, my gosh. <laughs> semi-older. The, the energy needs to be spent somewhere, right? I mean, I know that we all have different amounts of energy, but at the same time, like... I don't know, maybe I'm trying to, like, lean into this evolutionary biological thing where, like, my body's, like, you have this energy that traditionally should probably be spent on kids or child rearing or raising a family mm. and you don't have that so you need to find this other way to like expend this energy and maybe that has uh plays a factor in like anxiety depression so think about this I'm gonna throw you for a loop here mm-hmm. 
So a lot of people would say it's not necessarily, like, that void can be filled with things like religion. Hmm. So someone who, like, you might go, is this because I should be raising children? Someone who's of faith might go, no, it's because you don't have, say, God in your life. Okay. So think about that, because I think I think we're I think we're all driven. Something drives all of us, and yeah. I and I think societal norms maybe are what are telling you that it's children, but maybe you're just motivated to do something to make your impact on the world, and you're not really sure what that is yet. Well, yeah, I mean, what was it like? Less than five weeks ago, we were still trying to figure out what my hobbies were. <laughs> You're, you're not wrong. <laughs> and again, kind of going back to that, you know, if I dive into those hobbies, I may feel like I'm spending that energy productively. And I'm not going to lie. I do think some people do actually have children to fill that void. I mean, mm-hmm. some of the scariest times people have children are to save a relationship mm-hmm. and to create an outlet for themselves. That's not a reason to have a child. Yeah, you're right. You're right. When I'm around kids, I feel like I'm the biggest meanie ever. And I'm like, gosh, I'd be probably the worst parent. And then everyone's like, that's yeah, different when it's your own. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'd probably be way more mad at a child that was my own. I guess the good thing about not having kids is... Uh, expendable income. Expendable income. <laughs> Unlimited uh, time to do... Selfish desires. <laughs> that is the weirdest way to phrase that. Yeah, uh, pursuing your passions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Selfish Achie- desires. Achieving happiness. Uh, selfish isn't always bad. Selfish is. I'm. I'm gonna get a T-shirt that says self. I'm actually naming a band Selfish Desires. <laughs> Would listen. Uh, it's ska, so you probably wouldn't. Yeah, who listens to ska? <laughs> I honestly don't know anymore. If Gwen Stefani got back with no doubt, well, they already did that. It was bad. Oh, never mind then. Um, I think that sums up, I guess, putting that question out to potential listeners that are in their, like, late 20s to mid-30s who may or may not have kids. What have your experiences been uh, for you being a parent? You know, do you have, this is going to sound horrible, but I really don't mean it. Do you have regret, moments of regret? Do you have moments where you wish you'd done things differently? Or um, are you kind of in in, in a place where you're like, you know, I've thought a lot about it. This is my my outlook on having kids or not having mm-hmm. kids. And a follow up question to that is, if you, uh, if you, so it's a two part question. If you do have kids, mm-hmm. do you feel like that is like basically something that fulfills you in life? And then on the counter of that, if you don't have kids, is that something you feel like? Do you feel some like an emptiness? Like, not a full emptiness, but, like, oh. a part of your life that's empty because yeah. of it. Because I don't. 100%. I don't feel empty at all not having kids. I I only... Maybe it's not... I don't feel, like, emptiness, but I feel kind of, like, left out of the conversation sometimes because when you're surrounded by people who they're, you know, they're talking about their kids all the time or they're sharing photos, I just feel like such a social loafer because I have nothing to contribute. And that's probably one of my strengths is being able to, like be in conversation with everybody Mm -hmm. and that's just like the one topic of conversation like I have absolutely no input for matter of fact it's really embarrassing because sometimes I'll be like yeah well my dog did something cute today (laughs) or my cat did something and nobody likes that person because they're like okay you can Uh, you can lock your child in a cage and it's legal so here's the thing though (laughs) you can with your cat because people have to pay for their kids 
Our cat pays us. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good way to slip that in there. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. <laughs> pays buys his own cat food. Uh, yeah, now that, yeah. let's tie the co- topics together real quick. Like okay, if you had a child, would you let them get plastic surgery? I'm just kidding. Oh no. <laughs> You know, if we had a child that was born with, like, a cleft palate, absolutely. Okay, see, that's... Okay, because Judy uh, did answer, said that it was different when you get it for, like, uh, trauma or um, plastic surgery, that is. It's it's okay if you get plastic surgery for, like, burn victims, cleft palates, but still not for vanity. I think it's okay for vanity. What if... What if I had... Just the the biggest nose, like borderline a a bird beak, okay? Okay. And I was like, it makes me miserable. I can't turn to the side without knocking into a door frame. <laughs> that, if it would make me happier and I could go about my life being happier because of it, 100% Absolutely. plastic surgery is a yes. And I will die on this hill. <laughs> Challenge accepted, Judeeb. Judeeb. Uh No, and I agree with you. Yeah. Like, I 100% will support and back 100% people achieving happiness. And if that's what they need to feel happy in a certain aspect of their life, as long as it's not hurting anyone. Cool. So that means, are you, like, shelling out the money for the nose <laughs> shop, or...? I mean, like, we can get quotes, but... I gotta, I gotta accrue enough vacation time to be able to... Recover from Recover that? from... Uh, I could go in and just tell everyone I got punched in the face real good. Yeah, you're a fighter. It's believable. Yeah, there we go. Got into a tussle. Came out with a new nose. <laughs> and Judy says, no, no, plastic surgery. <laughs> so ridiculous. I think I think it's a totally valuable thing in, for the right reasons. Never for someone else. For your own self-worth. Sure. 100% all yes. the time. And without any input from any partners or... But as long as it's not crazy. Like, yeah. don't give yourself bat wings. <laughs> uh, don't give yourself uh, demon horns. Uh-huh. Um, do give yourself air horns. Burr, 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 burr. You know, I almost... I don't know if this is a stretch, but I might equate it sometimes to getting uh, tattoos. Mm-hmm. A little bit because it's um, some minor procedures. Well, I don't know. Sometimes minor procedures. Yeah. Um, that improve your... your self-perceived aesthetics, you know. Yeah, I think that's how we should look at it. It's it's the tattoo of the, the future. Insides, yeah. Well, not the insides. Most cosmetic surgery is on the outside. That's why it's cosmetic. Well, it's under the skin, right? Uh, I don't know how a nose job works. How uh, come there's no stitches with a nose job? Maybe because it's such thin skin, they can't really sew it. No, sorry, not stitches. Uh, no scarring. I don't know. I 100% will lay down the law, draw the line in the sand right now, not watching videos, not going to do it, not going to do it. You can't make me, I'm not watching videos. I'll get someone else to do it, because I also don't want to watch any videos All about right. nose jobs. Sounds good. <laughs> Just had like a minor panic attack thinking hey, about it. Hey, uh, can I actually get you to watch videos of nose jobs? I just said no. Oh, sorry, I wasn't listening, I had tuned out. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about you watching videos of nose jobs. That's a hill me. I will die on. Ridiculous. <laughs> Well, I don't know if this is going to end up being a shorter show. Uh, I, I have no rebuttal from Judeeb uh, talking about why it's it, this is the hill she's willing to die on, that plastic surgery is bad. 
Maybe she's just worried about like people's health. I mean, there's anesthesia involved. Sometimes people have various oh, yes. reactions so, yes. to anesthesia. Yeah. So as long as it doesn't mess up your life, yeah, or, or put you in danger, right? So yeah, if it's for your friend's self esteem, doesn't put you in danger. No one else told you to do it. <laughs> now she responded. Once you do it, you're never satisfied. So what about that? I don't think I, that's I, true. I can, I can feel the sass. I can feel the sass. I can feel, feel it. I, it was like a punch to the face. I, I've had a few friends that have had uh, enhancements. <laughs> Why do you keep doing this with your hands? Like because I don't want to have to say it. But if you boob jobs, you're she got boob jo- Yeah, they got boob jobs. Okay. Um, they went to normal sizes for their body types. Like I, I think one friend, it was like a a larger B, mm. as in boy. Mm-hmm. And then the other girl, I think she got smaller D's, but she's a she's a larger lady. She got, oh, sorry, I thought you were saying she got a reduction. I was like, she got smaller D's. My aunt, I think she had a reduction. I have a friend who got a reduction. Yeah, that's what about that? <laughs> yeah, what about well, it goes back to the health thing though, right? Because yeah. for my aunt, she had a fused disc or a slip disc or something like that. Too much pressure on her back, and she was well endowed naturally, so she had the reduction to take some of the weight off yeah, her back. Yeah, that's the same with my friend. Yeah. She had like. Like double E's, like it, whatever is like the the craziest size you could think of. Okay. And uh, it was causing tremendous trauma to her back. Oh no. And so yeah, she got a reduction and was still like a still like a, like a D, and she doesn't have issues anymore. Okay. So yeah, cosmetic surgery can be valuable. Absolutely. That's yeah. why they do it. Exactly. Yeah. That and nose jobs. I'm really starting to get the hint here that... Yeah, it's going to happen eventually, maybe. I got, look, I got my first uh, surgery. Got, got the Lasix. Next up, <laughs> new nose, here I come. I'm going to get a worse nose, just as a joke. Just to show Judy. Yeah, I'm going to get one that's like concave. I want to look like Voldemort from Harry Potter. I support you. I love you. I thought you. that was the hill you die on. You said nothing grew too crazy. Oh, yeah, because that wouldn't be natural, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, hi, mom. You made it. Yeah, we Everybody. we were having some technical difficulties in the beginning. I think we got it worked out. Um, if you missed the kid thing and you're interested in going back to that, you could always re-listen to it too. On the um, on the uh, pod- your listening place of choice place of choice. Yeah. Your platform of choice podcast. I think she's on an Android, so we'll have to help her later with that. But. Yeah. Um and still, man. <laughs> Judy is is dying on this this hill. My mom, she she's always wanted a butt a butt enhancement. Okay, for butt enhancements cuz there's two ways to do it. Uh-huh. Very curious about this. Would you? Okay. Get they have like uh, you where you inject your own fat into your butt? Okay. Or they have it where you put like, like little things in there, like a, like a silicone bubble yeah. or something. Uh, I always think if it's from your own body, I mean, and there's less likelihood for like rejection and, and stuff like that. So I like <laughs> no that. one wants to be rejected. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> rejection hurts. It hurts. <laughs> um, but I mean, if it was equally as safe, I might like the idea of like a contained bubble that just sits in there. Because if it's, if it's my own stuff, I'd be afraid of it, like, congealing or something. Yeah. And I always wondered, like, people who, like, get fat re-injected, uh-huh. 
What's to say, like, okay, say I I was heavier when I got it, and then I got shredded, right? Yeah. You can never lose that weight, right? So then it gets, like, lumpy? What happens? Right, right. Oh, I, I worked with somebody before in the past who um, was going to take, like, a month off of work and go down to... This is, this is where I disagree with plastic surgery altogether, or at least really strongly disagreed with her decisions. Mm-hmm. But she wanted to go to Mexico because it was cheaper uh-huh. um, and basically have a full-body improvement it was crazy she was getting things enhanced and other things reduced Mm -hmm. and it was basically from like neck down to thigh she's like like, i'm getting the the fat from my my legs injected into my neck to make it extra thick it well it was (laughs) ridiculous and that i think worries me because it's like that your body's going through so much trauma at one time Mm -hmm. i just i don't see that i don't know if a doctor would actually do it just because she said that's what she was gonna do i don't know if it would have actually happened that way Oh, man, I hope not. They'd have to do it in stages, right? I mean, yeah, because your body can't heal from all of that all at once. What would you do? Walk around in saran wrap? Sleep I standing mean, up? here for it. <laughs> it's, the, it's the sequel to Bubble Boy we never wanted. Saran wrap girl. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and then, like, I don't know. I know we keloid and we get scar tissue fairly easily, too. Mm. So then I would worry about that, you know? You go to heal and you have, like, these, tor- like, I don't know. These scars, these big scars. Oh, yeah. Well, and any kind of major cosmetic surgery is going to have pretty bad uh, scars. Yeah. Like, anything that was a cut bigger than your the length of your pinky is going to have. It's going to have scars. It's just impossible. Unless you're, like, really young. Like, you're getting, like, 12-year-old cosmetic surgery, oh, which no. you should never do. Like, you no. should be at least 18 before you make any of those decisions. And even that feels young to me, because, like, you're not fully developed even at that yeah, age. Yeah, but, I, I mean, if they can serve in the military, they're allowed to get, uh... Yeah, I guess you're right. You know, the devil horns. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> or, like, maybe 21. Like, if you can't buy cigarettes, you shouldn't get, a uh, plastic surgery. No, it's the military. That's our bar. All right. Yeah. All right, I think we're going to start wrapping up. Okay. All right, let's double check. Man, still going to die in that hill. Uh... Oh, uh, I, got a, I got a question. How are my eyes after surgery? Um, they're good. Uh, I, <laughs> they're actually really good. Um, I continue to wear the sunglasses because... It's breeded laziness in me, so I refuse to put on makeup now because I there is that long chunk of time where I wasn't allowed to, and this is my life now. I wear sunglasses indoors. I'm a monster. What have I become? It's very disappointing. Her mom calls her Hollywood. Okay. Well, that's where we're going to end the show. <laughs> uh, we're live every Wednesday on Twitch. Uh, next time we'll be live at 8 because th- there won't be technical difficulties because I figured it out tonight. Uh, new videos on Wednesdays on YouTube, uh, streaming, normal streams, video games, Mondays, Fridays, Sundays. Maybe the Sunday show will end up being a show with me at least one day, but we gotta figure out the technical difficulties on that one, too. Yeah. Other than that, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for joining us. (laughs) Bye, Mom. Bye, Mom. (laughs)